All right, so uh, lately you've been getting back into music. You know, okay. uh, you. Uh, what do you com- mean? What do you mean by that? Uh, you started a, a band. Okay. Uh, what kind of band? Uh, it started off as like a like a cover band, but okay. then you started writing original songs. What? But what? What vein of? Are we is it like a true cover band? Or are we like a? Uh, it was a tribute act to the band Fuel. <laughs> the, the band was called Lavender and Cream. Oh man. <laughs> And uh, lavender and cream. Yeah, that was your favorite oh, lyric. It's my. It, it's the best one. That yeah. it's the best one. So you started off kind of doing tribute stuff to them. Yeah. Uh, but eventually, like you decided, you kind of wanted to write, you know, your own music and stuff yeah, yeah. like that. So you still like, and every once in a while, like, you kind of phased out playing fuel songs and doing the whole fuel tribute thing. Like you'd get into character and stuff like that. You know, I get into character. Yeah. What do you mean? Um, you would just like look up <clears throat> photos of uh, the lead singer Brett Scallions, oh, and yeah. you would uh, like do Google image searches and just recreate his outfits that he would uh, wear okay. while playing live and stuff All like right. that. You All find right. out that makes sense. If I'm really committed to this, this uh, what's the band called? Lavender, Lavender and, Cream? and Cream. Like, like you find out that he's really into like being a vegetarian. So, like for like oh, a man. week leading up to your performances, you would just. Oh, be a vegetarian. That sucks. You would get like really into character. Man, okay. You know what? Yeah, I mean, I guess if that's if I'm really into lavender and cream. Yeah. There was a guy you worked with, his first name was Brett. And whenever someone would go like, Hey Brett, like you had to stop yourself from looking up, you know? Like, that's oh how man, in, I'm, i get into it. Yeah, that's how in character that you are. Oh, no fuck. one notices. It doesn't affect your um <clears throat> your job or anything. But okay. It's just a little detail. Yeah. Uh so you guys are uh Kind of started to phase out playing like uh, the fuel, doing the fuel stuff. Are, are we not? Co- are we not even covering the hits? Um, you, at first you would do like entire like, <clears throat> like albums. Yeah. You know when you'd play live and stuff like that. And then after a while you just started doing like their greatest hits, but also like deep cuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this was a band for like the diehard fuel heads. Okay. And then eventually, as you started doing more and more original stuff, you started only playing their hits. Okay. And then eventually you stopped playing them all together. But pe- people are so pissed. we're only playing originals now. Yeah. Are we pe- still lavender and cream? You're still lavender and cream, but people are not happy with you. Yeah, I can see why. Yeah. We built up a brand. Yeah. You know, people hear lavender and cream, they want to see the fuel. They want to see fuel. Yeah. Pretty much. Like you guys were uh, invited to play at like the city's largest fuel festival. Is it when like, you say fuel festival, do you mean like the band fuel? There's a there's a festival dedicated to the band fuel or it's like like fossil fuels like uh alternative fuels no it's it's dedicated to the band fuel whoa they it's have a like, fest yeah it's uh this thing basically it's kind of like a fan club meeting you know yeah, where people just like get it. together they talk about fuel uh a bunch of different cover bands play really though like in like you're the only one worth seeing you know what i mean they offer you to like play the festival pay you ten thousand dollars yeah you turn it down why because you're, you're just trying to do your own stuff, you know? You're trying to get away from the whole oh, fuel thing. Oh, man. That was dumb. Yeah. You, immediately after you turned it down, like a week later, you were like, I really could use that money. But anyway, so and people get mad at you and stuff. So people stop coming to see you play live and stuff. All right. This sucks. Yeah. You're like... Um, Am I happy? No. Am I unfulfilled? You feel fulfilled in the sense of that, like, you're creating something that you're proud of and that you enjoy, yeah. but, like, no one else likes it. Well, that sucks. Yeah, and like the, the other members of the band are kind of like not into it too. They oh, that to, really sucks. Yeah, they kind of just want to go back to playing Fuel. Because like I won't so- do it. Because the songs that you write, they're kind of like uh, odd. 
they don't really like the the, the the latest turn in direction like like you write a song and it's like um it's like your heart is a star and my love is a galaxy that's how you sing it and they're like this Ooh, man, sucks like this but, cuts deep yeah like, you get this... like really personal with your lyrics and stuff you know Ugh. yeah and like it really hurts that they, that they don't like it and um you kind of they kind of go all right and like after they play they, you guys play for two hours no one comes in to the venue oh all right this sucks yeah and so they're kind of like upset you don't want to go back to playing fuel whatever so why wouldn't they just kick me out of this fucking band at this point so basically, they have like a yeah a band meeting, and they go, "Aaron, look, this clearly isn't working. Yeah, like we're gonna go back to, you know, the classic lavender and cream sound, and uh, I feel like it's not something you want to do. So, sorry, bud, you're out of the band. What do you say? That sucks. I don't. I do. I want to be back in this. I feel like I care about these relationships. You do, but the the thought of playing of going back to playing. Fuel, just fuel covers. It just makes you sick to your stomach. You have like a need to like create, you know. I can't do them both. No. Well, you can do your side gigs and stuff, but you won't have enough time because of your commitment to lavender and cream and the classic lavender and cream sound, which is really just a classic fuel sound. Yeah. Uh, but you create it really well. So if I did lavender and cream full time. Like you what you, you don't have enough time to like do comedy, have a job, play lavender and cream, and do your solo stuff. You so are are you pay. saying I got to do either be in lavender and cream or my solo act? Yeah. What's my solo act called? It's it's just you. It's just Aaron Brooks. Yeah. Okay. It's called just Aaron Brooks. Oh God, that's dumb. And they say to you, they go, look, they go, look, Aaron, you don't have to make your decision now. It's just that that was really demoralizing playing, you know, for two hours and if. If like the, the thought, like, like the bartender left. Yeah, he was like, "Fuck this!" Like he actually closed down. If the thought of playing lavender and cream makes me sick, I couldn't. I couldn't do that anymore. Yeah, uh, and you know, I, this is this is a point where I'm probably just going. You know what? You should just maybe do some more open mics throughout the week. You know. Yeah, maybe pump the brakes on this music thing because it's not working out, no. and uh, nobody's happy, and this sucks really bad. You should you should rededicate yourself to stand up or some something else because this is not fun nor productive. Right. So you kind of tell them like, look, if if you guys are going back to the playing fuel, I'm out, and they're like, we understand, Aaron, but yeah. you can tell they're kind of like dejected. I that this was a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun, guys. You know, yeah. I tell them that. I tell them. I was sorry, you know, that it just wasn't in me anymore. Bob, their names were Bob, Rob, and Tob. I'd say Bob, Rob, Tob. They all grew up together. You guys have known each other for your whole lives. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I'm probably on the outside looking in here. Uh, we're just coming from different places, and yeah. I just can't, I can't do lavender and cream anymore. But don't think that I, like, regret a second of it. You know, I, I still want to like see you guys. Like, you know, let me know when you guys have shows. Uh, I still want to support you as much as I can. Yeah. I, I just, it just, I can't do it anymore. But I, I want you to know that I value these friendships, and I want to continue them and maintain them. And uh, I think, you know, that's really like the crux of the the issue here. I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, be shitty. They all stick their hands out for you to shake. Yeah. 
You go in the last possible possible second. They put pull their hands back, and they go get the fuck out. So you leave the venue. Uh, head held high. Yep. You know. Head held high. Your shattered Rob, friendships behind you. I, what more can I do? Right. I mean, they they kicked me out of the band. Yeah. I couldn't be in the band anymore. They kicked me out of it. Yeah. You know. Like, so you you walk. You're kind of dejected. You walk yeah. next door. It's like this uh, place. I'm emailing them at some point later. Yeah. You start mentally composing the email. Uh, next to uh, the, the the rock venue, there was this like uh, little like bar and grill, and you decide to pop in, get something to eat. What know, what kind of lunch. place is it? Um, just standard like tavern food. What's you know? it called? Um, it's called Irish Spring, and then parentheses not affiliated with Irish Spring soap. Okay, and so I, I, it leads me to think it's Irish food. Yeah, so they have like um, shepherd's pie and burgers, grilled chicken. Is that, is that traditional Irish food? Yeah. So, burger, yeah. burgers. Well, what it is is it's like chicken. it's like it's like a faux Irish place. So it's like they're like top of the morning. Would you like some nachos? And you're like, what the oh fuck man, is this? Like, yeah, that it's sounds, not a good place. It sounds like it sucks. Irish Spring. Yeah, it definitely Ugh. blows. All right. What am I doing there? You just decide to get something to eat. You're kind of feeling down. And that's where I would go. I wouldn't go to like a a good place. It's the only place nearby, and you're, you're feeling pretty hungry. So, oh, you man. walk in, you sit down. This might be just what the doctor ordered, though. Yeah. It sounds like this place is a train wreck. And I think that's if I was in like an emotional state like that, yeah, give me some nachos. Yeah, and I'm gonna like, I'm gonna be here a while. You uh, you you order the nachos, and the waitress goes, yeah. She walks away. I got a lot to process. Yeah, and like, and you, and you feel like she's gonna like forget your order. It's a it's busy in there, dude. And uh, you're sitting there thinking to yourself like, man. I'm so hungry, and I just went through this crazy thing with this band. This, you know, what's going on with my life, whatever. Yeah, probably having a real gut check kind of a moment yeah. there in Irish Spring. Yeah. And then uh, it's almost like you don't hear it God for a second. It. God damn it. But suddenly you just hear, Aaron, Aaron, Aaron. Oh, no. Aaron Brooks, Brooks, Brooks. <laughs> and you're kind of like, what the hell is this? And you look up, and on the screen is uh, this football game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Going on, it's the uh, Baltimore Ravens versus the Washington Redskins. Okay. It's a big one. Yeah. And uh, it's a very important football game, so it's it kind of strikes you as odd that the play has just stopped. Yeah. You look up, and staring at you through the TV screen is uh, this, this guy, uh, this referee. Yeah. His upper body is fucking jacked. <laughs> yeah, dude. Dude, like his lower body is like pretty normal, uh, but he has like piercing blue eyes. He's like this old white dude. He's, He's just got a like, show torso. Yeah, dude. Like that, um, that a referee suit is skin tight. Damn, dude. Man, it's, it looks like it's painted on. Oh, almost. fuck. Yeah. He's jacked, man. And you kind of look up and you you think you're like, oh, it's crazy. It looks like, you know, the referee is looking at me. Yeah. But then he's. It's hard to explain, but he kind of like steps out of the TV. Yeah. Yeah. And like, yeah. Kind of just floats to the ground yeah. next to you. And he's kind of standing there. He descends. Yeah. He descends. And you're shocked. And you look up, and uh, all like the football players uh, in the game are just kind of like <laughs> looking at you. Like yeah. There's like watching what's happening. Yeah. And this, uh, this jacked guy standing in front of you says to you, uh, Aaron, my name is Calvin Moreway, <laughs> the buff referee. The gods have given me the ability to change the rules. You can either get $5 every time you take a shit, 
or a magic raincoat. You decide. <laughs> what do you say, say? I'd say, Mr. Morway, uh, can you elaborate on the raincoat? Uh, he takes out his uh, whistle, and it's the biggest whistle. Man, you've ever you don't seen have to life. do anything with that. I just asked a question. I, you know, I'm he, gonna have a conversation. He blows the whistle. God damn it, Calvin! And the whistle is so loud. It's God like the voice of God. It. Like it's like you fall to your knees. It's unnecessary. I just asked a clarifying question. And he goes, "You decide." I don't know what the mag- I'm taking the shit one. I can't take a magic raincoat if I don't know what it's gonna do. You know? Yeah. I live in Texas. Right. It doesn't rain a lot here. Yeah. What good is this thing gonna do me? So he goes. I don't know if it's rain activated. Or if I can just put it on and all of a sudden I can do shit. There's no information to go on. Other, yeah. the otherwise, very clear. I get $5 every time I shit. Yeah. Look the fuck out. You know what I mean? <laughs> I have a dairy allergy. Yeah. If I'm ever hurting, I can. That's easy money, yeah. dude. So he goes, he goes, you have chosen to get paid $5 every time you take a shit. Hell yeah. And then he I, blows yeah. the whistle again. Why again? And uh, this time you're thrown like against the wall. God damn it. No one else seems to really notice. It's kind of the odd thing. And you look up and you see the football players are still just kind of patiently looking from out the TV. Yeah. He steps back into the TV. The game goes back on like normal. Yeah. What do you do? <sighs> I wait for those nachos to come. Yeah. The nachos uh, come out. The waitress. You were worried that she would forget it because of the crazy uh, football game. Yeah. She's a pro, dude. She knows what she's doing. I wait for the nachos to come. Yeah. And your waitress, uh, Marla, drops them off. Marla? Yeah. Say thank you, Marla. She's, my name is Marla Moonstone. Thank you, Marla Moonstone. Um, I look at the menu. Yeah. Uh, what do they have? Just traditional pub food, you know, like like I said, cheeseburgers, uh, shepherd's pie, stuff like that, cheesecake, extra dairy. <sighs> I think I uh... now remind, now remember you just got the nachos too. Yeah, dude, so. I'm I'm sad. Yeah, I'm not in a good place, and I I just basically got challenged by the universe to take a shit. Yeah, to see if I can make five dollars. Right. So I'm gonna gonna eat some of these nachos when they come out i'm gonna order food yeah and i'm probably gonna get a milkshake or something that's really just gonna fuck me up so she drops the nachos internally and she's like uh do you know what what else you're gonna get yeah i'd say mr brooks they have like what how did she know my name you introduce yourself as aaron brooks oh why would i introduce myself with my full name to marlo moonstone my bartender at irish spring um you've just decided like you know to have some self-respect you decided this, you're, you're just going to start like projecting more, you know, and introducing right. yourself with your uh, full name. Then I would not think that's weird, and yeah. I would say, uh, "Do they have like a like a grilled chicken sandwich? I like that." Yeah, she goes best in the city. Give me one of those. Okay. Anything else? Uh, I'm gonna get a milkshake at some point. Goes, we'll Alrighty. see how we'll see how I'm feeling and gastrointestinally. And she goes, "Oh, I know what you're talking about." She like rubs her belly, looks sad for a moment, and yep, walks away. It's a tough life. Yeah. So you eat the nachos, and as she walks away, she goes, oh, by the way, uh, sorry, but th- they put extra cheese on there. I hope that's all right. Hey, I go, hey, Marla, it's the best news I got all day. Yeah. So what do you do? I eat the fucking nachos. You eat the nachos. 
What's on them? So there's there's extra cheese. Okay. Is it shred? Are we talking? I feel like we're not in like a great establishment. Is this like shredded cheese that's melted, or is this like like Tostitos cheese? No, it's it's actually uh, like really good Italian cheese. Like like that. Like they're Italian known, cheese. Yeah, the, okay. uh, Irish Spring is known for like paying top dollar for like really fancy cheese. The rest of the of the menu is shit, but like. That cheese that they like, it, it's so fucking expensive. And they're putting that it makes on nachos. Kings cry. It's going on nachos. And they're putting it on nachos, yeah. What's what kind of nachos? Uh, piled high, brother. But what's it, what's in it? Piled high with what? What comes on these nachos? Lettuce. Okay. Refried beans. Oh. Hmm. Jalapenos. All right. Slices of tomato. Uh, what? Salsa. So. Sour cream. <sighs> Grilled onions. And uh, a little something extra that they call sassy sauce. So they're meatless, but they have beans. Yeah, there's no meat. And what's in the sassy sauce? What uh, is the sassy sauce? It's mostly like salsa, but like if you leave it out um, overnight and you uh, like have like the jar undone, if you eat it the next day, you can talk to a, a dead loved one. So the taste is kind of like not that big of a deal, but the fact that they have a link to the, uh, you know, the and that's a standard on all their nachos. Yeah, that's what they're known for. Does it work? Yeah, man. Wow. So anyway, so you take a first bite of those nachos. Yeah, it's the worst nachos Ugh. you've ever had. Is it because of the sauce? It's, um, no, they just... I mean, it doesn't sound very good. No, it's not very good at all. Slices of tomatoes? Yeah, the cheese also had gone bad. Man, this fucking sucks. Yeah. So you eat all of it before. Why? Because you, you were just so hungry and sad that you ate it all before you could register what it actually tasted like. No, I'm, I would tell Marla Moonstone, like, hey, I think something's gone south here. And she walks over and looks down and she sees that, like, you've eaten all of them. I wouldn't goes, eat all of them okay, first. Good joke, Mr. Brooks. I wouldn't eat them all first, Pat. Yeah. Well, you did, though. God damn so. it, I wouldn't. Yeah. So you... Uh, God damn it, Pat. Yeah, feel uh, immediately a rumbly in your tumbly. Uh, oh, all right. Here comes and five it, bucks the it hard It comes way. on, like, pretty quickly. All right. And you, you leap to your feet. And you don't know why you do this, but you leap to your feet. You grab your butt. Yeah. And you go, oh, no. And then you run to the men's room. Yeah. And it's, it's hell to pay. Yeah, yeah, this might not be good. I might wind up spending more money on shoes than I'm really making. Yeah, yeah. So you go in there, you get it done. You're like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, the door to the bathroom is kicked open, and uh, this guy, <laughs> he's uh like an old fashioned like newspaper man, like a news reporter. Yeah. Know? And he's got like that hat with like the little the press the press, the press thing. thing in it. Yeah. And he goes, "Here's your five dollars, kid," and he gives you the five dollars and takes a photo of you. Taking a dump. I feel so fucking misled. So over the next, like, now, hang on, let me let me fucking back up here a what? second. Are you saying in addition to me getting five dollars, the mechanism by which that happens is an old timey newspaper reporter breaks into where I'm shitting and gives me five dollars and then takes a photo of me while yeah. I'm shitting, and he puts that on the newspaper the next day. What newspaper? The New York Times. God damn it. So every day there's a picture of me shitting in the New York Times. Yeah. At least once a day. Yeah. 
for the uh, lo- for the low low price of five dollars. This no, this fucking sucks. I so, was misled. So over the next fifteen years, God um, damn it, you become like a multi millionaire. Why? Just from all the dumps that you take. I don't take that many dumps. Well, I don't take millions of dollars worth of dumps. Well, five dollars a dump says different, brother. <laughs> so, but what happens is you become like a millionaire, and like you become like an object of fascination in pop yeah, culture. Of course, just like who is this guy? Why are we seeing? Fozum taking a dump. Eventually they figure out the story and they're like, this guy gets $5 every time he takes a dump. And you become like this weird metaphor. You know what I mean? No, I don't know what you mean. It's like you flew too close to the sun and you just take dumps and get humiliated. So people like write like newspaper articles about you. People write their like senior thesis statements about you. You know what I mean? <laughs> What's the title of the thesis that gets written about me? Um, oh no. Aaron Brooks as a metaphor for modern day capitalism. And then in parentheses, he shits a lot. Did it, how was the? How was it? They get an F. So what happens oh, is, uh, so you just become a, a multimillionaire, but you're so uh, like you feel so weird about this sudden like infamy that you have. Sudden? That you, yeah, that you just like kind of become like a shut in, like you Pat. never leave, you never marry, and then um, you never have children or anything, and then uh, one day uh, you decide to go outside to uh, get a milkshake. And you slip on a banana peel. God damn it! And you break your neck. And then you you die uh, in front of your uh, mansion. No one finds your body for like a year because like, why? You just, because you're a shut and you just never have anyone. What about the mailman? Am I not getting mail? Um, the only person that you would see on a regular basis is the guy who would take photos of you taking a shit, and you don't really have much of a relationship with him. Why not? I see him. Every day. Yeah, but only for like a few seconds. You don't even know what he his never name stops is. to talk. No. Well, that never, hurts, man. You don't even know what his name is. He never even just talked to see how some of like he wouldn't even like know and be like, hey, I heard this one was rough. Are you all right? Like, he wouldn't ever talk to me. No. He just goes, here's your $5, kid. And he takes a, a photo of you. Uh, so anyway, so man. Yeah, no one finds your body for like a, a year. You. Uh, this fucking sucks, yeah, Matt. You leave uh, all your money. Uh, to the Irish Spring Bar and Grill. That fucking sucks. Yeah. That fucking sucks. You were a millionaire, but you were still unhappy. Yeah. It's a metaphor. Sometimes when you get everything you want, you find out. It's not what you need. It's not what you need, brother.